Welcome to this week's Spiritual Practices That Work. My name is Tracy Brown, and I am so glad to be able to hang out with you via the Internet. Isn't it great what technology allows us to do? In the Speaking About Spiritual Practices segment, I'll be talking with Bruce Byers. Bruce says the implementation of big dreams starts with working on small ones. So you'll want to stay tuned for that conversation, and we're going to focus on manifesting your dreams and what spiritual practices can help you do that. There will also be a highly recommended segment in today's show and a spiritual practices makeover. So glad you joined us, and we'll be right back. Built on the premise that one person can make a difference, Tough Angels assist in creating safe havens for women and children of violence in developing countries, providing to help educate them and support them in restoring dignity, hope, and healing. And you can help by participating in the Tough Angels Wedding Ring Project. Repurpose old wedding rings, jewelry, rings, whether broken or missing parts. Through a unique arrangement, Tough Angels can receive full refinery price, making your donations go even farther. To mail your old jewelry, visit their website, toughangels.org. That's toughangels.org. Or call them at 303-880-8086. That's 303-880-8086. Toughangels.org. One person can make a difference. Visit them at toughangels.org. Career consultant and life coach, Maureen McDonald has helped hundreds of individuals and families navigate a job loss, career transition, or job search in this difficult economy. And she can help you, too. Whether it's adjusting to leaving the military and entering civilian life, just graduating college, or simply reinventing yourself, she can work with you locally or via Skype. Her services also include interview prep, professional resumes, cover and follow-up letters, and much more. To get Maureen working for you, contact her at 817-449-5800. That's 817-449-5800. Once again, 817-449-5800. Or you can email her at mcdonaldmaureen16 at yahoo.com. Give your career that extra edge. Call Maureen McDonald today at 817-449-5800. Where will you find Tarot? Angel card readers, psychics, clairvoyants, healers, dreams, feng shui, past life, aura photos, and much more. Only at the Dallas Psychic Fair, the oldest and largest psychic fair in North Texas. Admission's just $7, plus there's a $2 off coupon online. All readings are $15, and you can pre-book and pre-pay for your readings on the Dallas Psychic Fair website. You'll find complete details, plus a $2 off admission coupon on their website. DallasPsychicFair.com. That's DallasPsychicFair.com. Simply the best since 1979. Presented by Enterprises. Many paths, only one destination. Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. You are welcome here. You and your children. You and your children's children, oh yes, you are welcome here. 
Hey, welcome to Spiritual Practices That Work Speaking About Spiritual Practices segment. Today, we're going to talk about manifesting your dreams. What are some spiritual practices that really can help you manifest your dreams? And I can't think of anyone better to have that conversation with than Bruce Byers. Let me tell you a little bit about Bruce. Bruce found Science of Mind 23 years ago and fell in love immediately. He's a father, a husband. In fact, he met his wife at a church summer camp event. Got to hear that story. And he's a businessman, poet, author, and all-around lover of life. Bruce has been a lot of things. He's been a radio cowboy, a radio cowboy. No, today he's a radio cowboy. He's been a rodeo cowboy, a restaurateur, a construction manager, an insurance professional, and now he's a spiritual counselor, wedding officiant, and professional speaker. His passion and drive is to help others realize their dreams are not only well within their reach, they are the only people who can make their dreams come true. So, welcome, Bruce. Thank you very, very much. It's a pleasure Bruce, to the be radio, here. Bruce the Radio Cowboy. You can add that now. <laughs> All right. Yahoo. Out of gate number three, it's Bruce the Radio Cowboy. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to come up again at some point. <laughs> I'm sure. Thanks for agreeing to have this chat with me. I, I'm so struck by listeners sometimes will email, and, and I do a segment called Spiritual Practices Makeover. And in Spiritual Practices Makeover, people will share, here's what I'm working on or here's my dream. And sometimes it's something really big and sometimes it's something really small. But it's still the dream. It's the dream for now. So I thought it would be really helpful to spend a full interview segment on spiritual practices that help us manifest our dreams. What comes to mind for you just by, you know, the name of the topic? Okay. Uh, the very first thing that comes to mind is release. Uh, and that's really easy to say, but it's a little more difficult to do. Uh, yes releasing all of our preconceived notions about how our dreams are going to manifest. We know what they look like. We know what they feel like in our in our mind. But we sometimes get lost on that this particular path or that particular path is the only way to get to that particular dream. And one of the things that I've noticed about how spirit shows up is that when we release, when we let go, when we surrender, when we say, oh, beloved spirit, you know how to do this, and I'm just kind of lost, and we step back and we let spirit take over, almost immediately things will happen. Uh, almost immediately you know, the telephone will ring with that person who has the right idea or has the next right step. Almost immediately, you'll will step into something that we didn't have any idea about, and that's the unfolding nature of spirit. When we let go, when we give up 
you know, that give up, give up to God, then things manifest in our creative ability. And when we find that we are creating without any effort, that's, that's the key. That's, that comes out of that release. Okay, so this conversation interview is over. That's the key. Just release, let go, and it happens. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about. I mean, that's that's all. It, that's all you have to do, right? <laughs> oh yeah, but there are many different ways to get there, and there's also. Uh, parts about what is your call, what is your passion, what is it that is asking you to be the vessel through which it manifests. And sometimes that can be a little more difficult for us to hold on to and to grasp, especially when we have so many different roles that we get to play during life. Uh, you know, we get to play the role of mother, father, son, daughter, uh, husband, wife, uh, employer, employee, teacher, student, all those di- different roles that we get to play also bring to bear all of the different things that we expect and all the different things that we ought to. You know, as David all used to say, the ought tos and the shoulds. Uh, don't mm-hmm. should on me. And one of the one of the worst perpetrators of that uh, of that shooting is ourselves. Yes. We say we should do this, we should do that. Oh, we we I can't do that before I do this next thing. I shouldn't do that because it might not look good. It might not look uh, right on my resume. It might look crazy that I have a three year gap in there where I went walked around the world with a backpack. And I'm a you know technical star with IBM. You know those mm-hmm. kinds of shoulds that we put on ourselves are not spirit. They're they're our own essence trying to keep control of how we look to ourselves. Yes, or how we perceive what we interpret the way the story we make up because we all make it up. Exactly. The story that we the, the story that we participate in that we believe is absolutely true and all it all we need is that little pinprick of a dose of reality to see maybe it's not so true. Maybe it it, it is just a one onion skin of a story after another that we have bought into. Right. One of the things that strikes me and you said you've said it already, but it's the we know where we're trying to go and what that'll look like and maybe even what it'll feel like, but where we we muck it up is when we get so attached to the how how is it gonna happen? What needs to happen between where I am and that end result correct. Correct. Yeah. You know, we might think that we want to be an author and that in order to be an author, we have to sit down and we got to start with page one and say, on a dark and dreary night, you know, the wind was, (laughs) remember Snoopy on the, on the, 
on the doghouse with his little yes. typewriter. Yes. We think that that's how, how it has to be. And then maybe what happens is we start looking through our the stuff that we've kept on our computer on letters, on epistles we've written people, on poems that we've been inspired to write, or or pieces of prose that we have collected over the years that we've written, and we find that the book's already written. All we got to do is assemble it. Yes, and actually, I'm really resonating with that because my next book is is that's exactly how it's being written. It's being assembled. I love that. Um, now I have language to describe. It's being assembled from journal entries over a five-year period. And yeah, that wasn't the path I originally thought because I had a different path in mind. And then one day it just hit me that this book that I've been, that I was clear I was supposed to write had already been written. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a great example. And I bet people who are listening, you know, can think of examples like that in their own life, whether it's writing a book or getting a um, promotion and realizing they didn't have to wait till they got the promotion to start learning and doing, learning the skills and behaving in a way. And then all of a sudden, when they didn't even expect it, a manager in the company came to them and said, we have this opening, and we think you're the perfect person for it. Exactly. And they, you know, and and they were thinking, oh, three years from now, maybe I'll put my name in for that. And sometimes it happens in a way that is, uh, is, is synchronistic. For example, we did a seminar with a Ph.D., consultant who whose particular passion is history now his particular phd is in nuclear physics uh and in garnering his his phd he was exposed to the very early part of writing code and uh and artificial intelligence way way back in the early 70s mhm so because there was nobody else that was doing this and there was and this was a passion of his that he was just trying to figure out how to get it done he kind of self-taught himself how to do artificial intelligence how to do virtual reality how to do holographic projections and these aren't things that he spent lots and lots of money on these were stuff that he had spent pretty much minimal amount of money because he was a graduate student and he didn't have access to a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, The net result of this is that he became one of the leading experts in this particular field and was asked by a national laboratory here in New Mexico to become the virtual reality director for their virtuality reality department in the late 80s. And this wasn't as a result of something that he said, I'm going to do this. This was a result of his passion, his interest, his his wanting to figure things out and the natural outcome of that. And we were very, very fortunate to have 
this particular gentleman present to Del Sol, Del Sol Spiritual Center, our our spiritual center, mm-hmm. uh, a a program which was about two and a half hours long about the chaos theory and the effect of synchronicity and then tied all that together with his love of history in talking about the Mayan codexes and how they were really translated. Now, this may sound like a little geeky, but I can tell you right off right off the bat, it was fascinating. It was really informative, and it was a great night. So, you know, something that that started literally 30 years ago as a passion developed into something that we were able to present to people in our center as a as a gift to them. That's a great example, really. And isn't it true that every one of us in our lives from our date of birth, if not our date of conception, but definitely our <laughs> date of birth into physical form to the date that the physical form fades away, so much is about what we do from passion, from some from what we consider obligation, but how it all fits together creates a story, creates impact in the world. So it just seems to me that when I'm inspired by a dream or by a goal that I personally have set, no one else has set it for me, maybe I'm simply following spirit's voice to weave together the experiences that make me the unique person that I am having a unique impact in the world. Exactly, exactly. And when we when we when we take the time to stop and honor that and and do so from a point of love and do so from a point of appreciation and gratitude, then we can then go forward from that point and and expect all the things that we are dreaming of to actually show up in our life. Um, you know, isn't that what Jesus was saying when he said the the lilies of the field are adorned? You know, when we stop and we say thank you, thank you for all of the experiences, whether they be good or whether they be bad in perception, there is no good or bad. It is just difference. Uh, and sometimes the ones that we learn from the most are the ones that were slightly painful or very painful. But once we've gotten through them, then we can find that that seed that was planted in in those that we can really be grateful for. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, oh, no. I just looked at the clock. So we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to ask you to talk about some spiritual practices. If if our dreams are happening and we are going after them in the spiritual framework of life, what are some specific things we could do to, to, to step into that? But for now, stay tuned. We will be right back after this break.
counts on the premise that one person can make a difference. Tough Angels assist in creating safe havens for women and children of violence in developing countries, providing to help educate them and support them in restoring dignity, hope, and healing. And you can help by participating in the Tough Angels Wedding Ring Project. Repurpose old wedding rings, jewelry, rings, whether broken or missing parts. Through a unique arrangement, Tough Angels can receive full refinery price, making your donations go even farther. To mail your old jewelry, visit their website, toughangels.org. That's toughangels.org. Or call them at 303-880-8086. That's 303-880-8086. Toughangels.org. One person can make a difference. Visit them at toughangels.org. Crystals, cards, oils, books, DVDs, herbs. Where can you find all of this and more? Miracles of Joy in Louisville, a caring, peaceful place. And the staff at Miracles of Joy is knowledgeable and can provide you with the answers to and supplies for every metaphysical question or concern. Workshops, classes, readings, healings, and spiritual tools needed to guide you on your path to enlightenment. Miracles of Joy is easy to find at 701 South Orchard Lane in Louisville, Texas. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, noon to 7 p.m. Find them on the Internet at galactichealing.org. That's galactichealing.org. Or call them at 972-221-8080. That's 972-221-8080. Together we can raise our consciousness to find our direct connection to the God within. It's Dallas' oldest and most trusted psychic fair. Since 1979, the Dallas Psychic Fair has been providing North Texas with over 75 different professional psychics, wellness practitioners, and vendors, plus workshops, classes, and galleries, all in one convenient location on the first Sunday of every month at the Doubletree Hotel, 4099 Valley View Lane in Dallas. All readings are just $15. Admission just $7. Go online for a $2 off admission coupon and to pre-book and pay for your readings. Go to DallasPsychicFair.com. That's DallasPsychicFair.com. The Dallas Psychic Fair. Spiritual growth through mind, body, and soul connections. The Dallas Psychic Fair is produced by Enterprises. This is Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. Everybody say Namaste. Namaste. Welcome back. You're listening to Spiritual Practices That Work. My name is Tracy Brown and I'm your host. And today I'm having a conversation with Bruce Byers. We are talking about spiritual practices that help you manifest your dreams. So, Bruce, now there is somebody listening to this who is thinking, well, yeah, manifesting my dreams, I would love to do that, but I feel selfish going after my dreams. You know, I'm a, I have to take care of my kids and my spouse, and I'm active in my neighborhood and my church, and, you know, I, I'm, it would be selfish of me to focus on my dreams. What would you say to that person? Uh, to that person, I would say, what is the use of denying your dreams to manifest other people's needs? 
when by fulfilling your dreams, those other people's needs may be fulfilled wildly. Uh, just like a, a seed that blossoms into a rose uh, takes time to grow, that rose provides in not only the blossom and the flower, but in the afterwards of the flower in the rose hips, quite a bit of abundance. Um, you know, there's more vitamin C in a rose hip than there is in uh, about three oranges. So that natural abundance and that natural concentration of a vital essence is released through the manifestation of the beautiful rose. Through the manifestation of your beautiful dream, abundance, prosperity, and the actual act of creation creates more for all of us to enjoy. So in a way, by not acting on your dream, you are being selfish. Yes. Wow. Love that. So let's focus in on spiritual practices. First, for the person who says, I'd love to manifest my dreams, but I don't know what they are. So what kind of spiritually based things might that person do to simply get in touch with their true desires, their dream or their goal or their purpose in life? Oh, there are a lot of different techniques that they all come down to being quiet and listening. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, listening to that call that stirs your heart and, for the want of a better word, tickles your innards. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that. Bi it's that biscuit with honey that makes you want to go, oh, yeah, that is just so cool. Yes. When you, when you find that in your life, whatever it is, that's the thing to pursue, pursue and, and that's the thing that you want to create more of. Uh, sometimes it takes a little bit of being quiet. Um, Michael Beckwith came up with his visioning practice, okay. and which is a, a five-step process, much like um, uh, spiritual mind treatment is a five-step process of, of affirmation and release. Michael Beckwith's process is a five-step process that helps guide people through asking some of those questions. But even if you're not familiar with that particular process, getting quiet, getting to the point where you're hearing that inner voice that is softly talking to you at all times and telling you, yes, this is what we want to do. That's great. And I cannot emphasize enough that in it, that the getting quiet is important. I agree with you completely. But what may have surprised people is when you said, you know, or what just tickles your energy? What makes you happy? Notice that. Mm -hmm. Because if it tickles you, if you just feel a little giddy about it when it happens or when you're presented with that idea, that is a sign, too. Go in that direction. Yes, Go in exactly. that direction. Follow your yeah. bliss. 
Follow yes. the thing that make, makes you grin and smile. Uh, if you're if you're wearing a frown, it's probably not the right way to go. <laughs> exactly, and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. No, no, because we're talking Thanks. about a personal personal manifestation of personal dream. Exactly. So, okay, now there's someone else who's listening who they're like, I already know what my dreams are. I know, I I really feel drawn to do something or to achieve something or to move somewhere or to, that, you know, they've got that, that impulse they're clear about. And their comment would be, what's, their question might be, what spiritual practices might help me develop or demonstrate the courage to move in that direction. I got what it is, but, you know, my feet feel like they have concrete blocks on them. I'm just kind of afraid to move forward. Mm, Okay. What we're dealing with there is fear. Mm -hmm. And there's only one solution to fear, and that is love. And so when we bathe ourselves with love, uh, when we honor ourselves for the brilliant light that we really are, the true essence of spirit that shines, signs and, and blossoms from us, then we have the ability to not only relinquish fear, but fear falls away. And that is a practice, self-love. Here's a good one that a teacher taught me, you know, look in the mirror and say, you are divine essence of the one. You are loved Uh. unconditionally. And when those little gremlins come up and go, no, you're not, (laughs) you just say, (laughs) oh, well, thank you. We're working on that. But this is what we are. Right. I am the divine essence of love. I am. I like that. And I, the additional piece of looking in the mirror, so it's not just words going out into air. It's words you are looking yourself in the eye and infusing your mind, your body, and your soul with the with the spiritual truth of who you are. Exactly. The wind, the eyes are the windows of the soul. Yes. Yes. Okay, so spiritual practice tips for the person who they've started. They 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 um conquered their fear, they replaced their fear with love and faith and they've made a few steps. And now they are beyond needing courage. They're simply confused. Maybe they feel stuck. Maybe they don't feel they're moving, you know, toward where they want to be. But that sense of being, of I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do next. What spiritual practice or practices might help them be in that place? knowing that everything is unfolding exactly as it's supposed to. Ah, that's that's a good one. And the way that I would prescribe for that is review and gratitude. Uh, uh, say more about that. 
take a t- take a moment to stop and look at what you've done from the beginning where the idea formulated to where you are right now look at the work that you've done look at the holy action that has occurred through and with and as you and know that it is good that it is right and that it is more than enough and be grateful be grateful for that point in time that you can sit and say thank you holy spirit thank you father mother god for allowing me to be your channel for allowing me for allowing this to flow through me I am so very grateful for where we are right at this present moment, what, where we, where we have gotten to, and I am grateful for all the things that are going to unfold in the future that are going to be disclosed and be unfolded and brought anew into the world. I am already grateful for that. Mm, nice, nice, nice. The attitude of gratitude. And the gift isn't received until it is acknowledged. And when we acknowledge the gift, it is given. Mm. So that actually triggers for me one more person. One more person who might need a few tips about spiritual practice. So they have a dream, they have had a dream, they got the courage to move forward, they passed several points where they felt stuck, and now when they look at their life, they see they are actually living the dream that they had a year ago or five years ago or, you know, two weeks ago, but they're living in it. It is who they are and how their life is. So what spiritual practice is important at that stage? The best way to put this is celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Sing it out out with praise. Hallelujah. Share it with the world. (laughs) Bring it out. You know, do your walk, yeah. Do your strut. It's it's time to celebrate. This it is time to show that this manifestation has occurred, and not only has it happened for you, but it has happened for everyone around you. And yeah. gr- gather that that circle of people and sit down and break the bread and drink the wine and sit by the fire. And 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 be thankful, be grateful, and celebrate. Experience yeah. that spirit with you. So many people don't think of celebrating as a spiritual practice, but it truly, truly is. It's not just enough to say the words thank you or say the words I'm grateful. Do something physical. And I love what you said, too, about, you know, and do that with other people because your demonstration in your life is is actually a demonstration for everyone else as well. Exactly. Why do you think we have wedding parties? 
Exactly. Yeah. You know, we get to do we get to do the the ceremony. We you know everybody sits and listens to the minister who who goes through the the vows and the rings and the questions and and finally says and Mister and Mrs Green, and then we get to do something else. We get to celebrate it. We yeah. get to dance. We get to have testimony. We get to have have cheers, uh, you know, and, and and glasses of wine. We get to do something that we don't normally do in the course of our day. Yeah, and that is so powerful. It is not just about the human need. It really is a spiritually grounded choice and action to be in the joy, to be in the expression of of life itself in that visible, fun, fun, fun way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm laughing because so often people think, oh, spiritual, it must be serious and solemn. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny. best yoga in the world is, is laughter yoga. <laughs> yes. So um, our time is running low, but I I do want to, I'm just feeling drawn to ask you this question. So is there an example in your own life where you manifested a dream and it just turned out even better than you could have expected? Oh, yes, there are a couple. Um, I uh, can talk about my wife. I can talk about one of my businesses that is a... a, um, uh, where I'm a wedding uh, officiant, uh, that kind of came out of the blue from uh, from a friend of mine who was celebrating her abundance and offering me a, a position to be a wedding officiant within her business. And mm-hmm. in the, the process of doing that, I found that I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much that I decided I was going to do it, and I set up a website, and I set up, uh, you know, the advertising that was required. Uh, I did the licensing here in New Mexico that was required, uh, and as a result of that, uh, it deepened my my appreciation for my spiritual practices, and has called me even deeper and even further into uh, my spiritual path uh, brought me to a point where I completed something that I had started 20 years before, and that was my practitioner training. And I'm now on a course to being a CSL minister. And it is, um, you never know what is going to continue to unfold from from a point where you say yes. It might so be a little you scary. Were, you were a licensed wedding officiant before you became a practitioner. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Wow. See, and I just made the assumption because as practitioners, as licensed practitioners, we are um, able to, to be an officiant as long as there is not a state restriction. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, I assumed that the process was the other way around, but then that opened you up and deepened your spiritual connection and put you on the path. Yes, ma'am. Great example. Great example. 
And, um, yeah, our time is just about out. But I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to make an excuse to have you come back on the show so we can all hear the story about manifesting your dream wife. <laughs> sure. Well, I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> so, Bruce, this has been delightful, and I I really appreciate you not only sharing information that helps people get their heads around manifesting their dreams and why it's important, but also the inspiration and how to use spiritual practice to do that. If some of our listeners have additional questions or just want to learn more about you, what's the best way for them to find you on the Internet? I'm going to give you two ways. The first one is www.delsoulsc.org. That is D-E-L-S-O-L-S-C dot O-R-G. And that's for Del Soul Spiritual Center? Yes, ma'am. And the other one is my wedding business, and that is a lot longer. I apologize, but it's www.lifemomentsnm.com. That's life, uh, plural, life's moments, that's plural as well, nm.com. And that's my wedding site, and if you go there, you can take a look at some of the pictures of some of the weddings I've officiated and get a kind of good look, and there's even a picture of me on it. (laughs) And we all are going to see that. (laughs) Um, And I'll also, on the show's website, I will, for listeners, if you didn't get that at you know, right now, I will also post a link to both the Spiritual Center and to Bruce's website because I'd love for you to be able to find him, ask him any questions, and just learn more about the great things he's doing in the world. And that's all the time that we have for now. Bruce will be in touch soon. Thank you. Look forward to it. Spiritual Journeys Radio Network, perfect for your spirit's journey home. And now it's time for today's Spiritual Practices Makeover. Dear Tracy, I go to church every Sunday, but I don't really get anything out of it. I go because I know I should go, and it's a good thing to do. But I don't get anything from the talk, and I don't really know very many people. Are there some spiritual practices I can use that I could do instead of going to church? Bored and wanting out. Okay, bored and wanting out. My guess is you already know that spiritual practice works whether you go to church or not. If you're not deepening your faith, celebrating your relationship with God, or enjoying the experience of being with like-minded people, then you're attending a church that might not be the best match for you. But let's go back to you for a minute. When your personal spiritual practices are enriching, it almost doesn't matter what church or spiritual community you go to. 
You can go to almost any faith tradition and find value in it. So your instinct to look at your own practices is a good one, regardless of whether you go to church or not. If you are a quiet and a contemplative personality, maybe you want to ramp up your meditation, visioning, or journaling practices. You could also consider daily reading from a spiritual or devotional book. If you are a verbal, outgoing, or expressive person, consider singing spiritual songs as a practice, dancing, or kirtan, and chanting as practices that might really work for you. Look at your physical expression of spirit. Are you taking nature walks? Are you practicing yoga or maybe tai chi? What are you doing or what could you do that would give you a physical experience that is also spiritual? You know, for many people, going to church is a practice they love because it is physical, it's tangible, and it gives them a chance to interact with others. Maybe for you that would better happen via a group study class or a weekly study group. Or by riding your bike in an area that has lots of natural beauty as part of a regular bike club. If there is a part of you that wants to go to church, but you just think you're going to the wrong church for you, remember the Internet provides you all kinds of opportunities. You could watch services live streamed or recorded from so many different types of churches. You could watch churches from your faith located in other cities around your country or around the world and enjoy going deeper in your faith with different ministers, different speakers, different music. Or you could use the recorded services to preview churches from a lot of different faiths in your own town to help you explore which spiritual centers might be the best match for you. But bored and wanting out, whatever you decide, first get grounded in your own spiritual practices. Make a commitment to find what works for you, what makes you feel good, what spiritually challenges you, and what enriches you. Make these practices spiritually grounding activities that inspire you, that uplift you, and that result in your spiritual deepening. Then look for a group, a community, or a church where you can share your spiritual beliefs with others. So that's today's Spiritual Practices Makeover. If you have a situation or need that could benefit from a Spiritual Practices Makeover, send me an email at tracy at reclaimjoy.com. This is Michael Bernard Beckwith, the founder of Agape International Spiritual Center, saying, Listen, you don't want to miss Wake Up, the sound of transformation, right here on Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. It's going to be a wonderful moment. Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Central. It's going to change your life. Hi, Tracy here. And for today's highly recommended resource, I'm going to actually give you a spiritual practice related to allowing your good. I'll be guiding you through a meditation and you'll have five minutes to six minutes of meditation and chanting these words. I expect good. I accept good. I receive 
good now. So just relax and go within and allow your good to come forth now. I expect good. I accept good. I receive good. Now. I expect good. I accept good. I receive good. Now. I expect good. I accept good. I receive good now. I expect good. I accept good. I receive good now. Expect, accept, receive, now, expect, accept, receive, now, Receive now.
And as you're ready, breathe deeply. Come back into this present moment. Ready to allow your good to come forth. Career consultant and life coach, Maureen McDonald has helped hundreds of individuals and families navigate a job loss, career transition, or job search in this difficult economy. And she can help you, too. Whether it's adjusting to leaving the military and entering civilian life, just graduating college, or simply reinventing yourself, she can work with you locally or via Skype. Her services also include interview prep, professional resumes, cover and follow-up letters, and much more. To get Maureen working for you, contact her at 817-449-5800. That's 817-449-5800. Once again, 817-449-5800. Or you can email her at mcdonaldmaureen16 at yahoo.com. Give your career that extra edge. Call Maureen McDonald today at 817-449-5800. Built on the premise that one person can make a difference, Tough Angels assist in creating safe havens for women and children of violence in developing countries, providing to help educate them and support them in restoring dignity, hope, and healing. And you can help by participating in the Tough Angels Wedding Ring Project. Repurpose old wedding rings, jewelry, rings, whether broken or missing parts. Through a unique arrangement, Tough Angels can receive full refinery price, making your donations go even farther. To mail your old jewelry, visit their website, toughangels.org. That's toughangels.org. Or call them at 303-880-8086. That's 303-880-8086. Toughangels.org. One person can make a difference. Visit them at toughangels.org. Where will you find Tarot? Angel card readers, psychics, clairvoyants, healers, dreams, feng shui, past life, aura photos, and much more. Only at the Dallas Psychic Fair, the oldest and largest psychic fair in North Texas. Admission's just $7, plus there's a $2 off coupon online. All readings are $15, and you can pre-book and pre-pay for your readings on the Dallas Psychic Fair website. You'll find complete details, plus a $2 off admission coupon on their website, DallasPsychicFair.com. That's DallasPsychicFair.com. Simply the best since 1979. Presented by Enterprises. Hi, I'm Tracy Brown. Please join me here on Spiritual Journeys Radio Network for Spiritual Practices That Work. Together, we'll experience inner peace, we'll learn how to be calm in a crisis, recognize and honor our connection to spirit, and so much more. So join me here on Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. If you are ready to attract what you want and release the rest, I'll see you right here Tuesday evenings, 9 p.m. Central. Thank you.
This is Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. Everybody say Namaste, 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 Namaste. That's about it for today's spiritual practices that work. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Bruce Byers. If you want more information about Bruce, remember you can go to delsoulsc.org or Life's Moments in M for Life's Moments New Mexico.com. I would love to hear what you thought about today's show and any recommendations you have for future shows. So email me at Tracy at ReclaimJoy.com or just come on over to Facebook and post a comment there. That would be Facebook.com slash Spiritual Practices. And finally, I want to express gratitude for the staff and crew at Spiritual Journeys Radio Network. If you enjoy this show, I'm sure you'll enjoy some of the other shows at sjrn.net. And I'll see you next time on Spiritual Practices That Works.